And the happiest Thursday to you. What a day it was. Facebook announcing watch. Snapchat saying, yeah, some people are using us. And of course, in my world, my premier, or if you're listening in the States, my governor stepped down or is in the process of stepping down, which is a bittersweet, bitter or sweet thing, depending on how you see it. We're going to get into that and more. So let's, let's get into it. Okay, first things first, for those of you who are still using the Snapchat platform, yes, if you're older than the age of 25, that platform still exists and in many ways is still relevant. It just went public recently and it hasn't been doing too well. Its stock has been plummeting because people don't see the value of it. Well, they just had their quarterly stock updates and they actually added 7 million users, which I thought is actually pretty small. Right? They have about 166 users, million users, excuse me. They added 7 million. It puts them at like well, 70, 173 million daily active users, which we look at that and go, you know what? This is, this is fine. This is fine if you're Snapchat. But if you're a stock person and their stock actually went up after this, I'm looking at it and going, Instagram Stories has 250 plus million users, daily active users, and it's been around for a year. Snapchat has been around forever. To me, I'm saying, you know what, Snapchat? You are DOA. You're out of the business, right? I know that you're a thing right now with strictly North American kids if you're in the age of like 13 to whatever you are in the millennials. But to me, I just can't see this lasting, right? If, if it adds a new feature like the maps and the searchable stories, well, there's no reason that Instagram can't copy this, which makes me laugh. Because remember, remember a couple of years ago where Mark Zuckerberg asked and said, hey, you know what, Snapchat? We want to buy you for $3 billion. And Snapchat laughed and said, get bent. We know we're worth more than that. And, you know, to their credit, they've, they've made more than $3 million if, they're, if you're the owner of the company. But this is just a reminder to me, do never get in the way of Mark Zuckerberg, right? You know, like, hey, I want to buy your stuff. Hey, no, Mark, you can't do that. Cool, I'm going to copy it and burn it to the ground. Because I'll tell you this, mark my words, in two years, Snapchat will no longer be relevant in the Snap world. In the, in the app world. It may move into the augmented reality world, which I'm fine, but Snapchat, as it exists today, as a video messaging platform, I'm calling it dead. I'm calling it DOA, even though it's still relevant in this moment. You are free, free, free to hold my, hold my nose to the grind. If I'm wrong on this, if your name is James Rathwell, you're a big Snapchat fan, I know you're listening to this, so like, I mean, feel free, bring it up. In fact, if I'm wrong, I'll buy you drinks. Hey, this one goes out to all my lovely American listeners. If you are privileged enough to live in the United States of America, you may have access to Facebook's new video feature called Watch, Facebook Watch. And what, what is Facebook Watch? Well, it's a good question. Facebook Watch is where they're putting all their new like content shows. So if you're like on A&E or MLB, like you can go to Facebook and actually watch professional live and recorded pre-produced content. Facebook Watch is basically fa Facebook's attempt to take down YouTube, which is, well, that's, that's an uphill climb for sure. But, I mean, props to Facebook for doing this. If you've been around the platform for as long as I have, you've noticed the move to video. You've noticed the move to video in a heavy, heavy way. In, in many ways, Facebook is a video platform already, right? It's video, it's advertising, it's all those sort of things. But my feed is filled with videos, whether I want to see that or not. So it's kind of cool to see Facebook move into this realm. And if you're a content producer... Someone like Casey Neistat, who made his living on YouTube. Well, now, actually, Facebook will give you 55% of your ad revenues on, the, on, the, on this new Facebook Watch platform. So I'm curious to see whether someone like a Casey Neistat or 
you name your, your person. Uh, we had a call on yesterday about, uh, about Peter McKinnon and whether or not they move their stuff from YouTube to Facebook, whether they split it both and just take double the revenue. I don't know. I'm curious to see, but I, I am excited because who wins? We do. The consumers win. And in this instance, if you're in Canada, I mean, we don't win because we have to watch our American friends and, and compadres have all the fun, even though we don't get to. But I'm, I'm really excited to see how this is going to play out. Uh, Facebook said this was coming. They said it was coming in the fall. Actually, they specifically said it's coming in August. So it's here. I don't get to watch it. No pun intended. But if you do get to see this, let me know what you think. Like, is, this, is this cool? Can you see yourself watching and discussing on Facebook? Like you do on YouTube, I really think that there's a strong community. Obviously, a lot of users on Facebook. And if I was, uh, if I was a betting man, and I'm not, and I don't intend to be, I, I want to say uh, there's a lot of good things in store for the Facebook Watch platform. Okay, what a day! My premier stepped down today. That's the governor of Saskatchewan. He stepped down. He said, "You know what? I've been doing this for about ten plus years. My time has come to an end." And so what I thought was really interesting about this, and I don't want to get into the fact of, you know, was he a good premier, was he a bad premier? I will say that he was one of the most popular premiers uh, in the history of our country, actually, by the sounds of it, in the polls, if you trust those, and I understand if you don't. But was he used Facebook Live for his announcement? Yeah, like Facebook. He didn't hold a press conference. I mean, he did actually afterwards, but he used Facebook Live to reach the masses to say, you know what? My time is coming to an end. Thank you for this. We've come a long way. I'm going to step down. And like, what a world we live in. What a world we live in that the premier of a, of a province would use a social media platform to say, you know what, My, I'm, I'm done. As opposed to the traditional medium of calling a press conference. Like, Can you imagine, though, if you're a traditional reporter and you can't actually be there when it's happening and ask questions right after? You actually have a, have a gap of time as he moves from his Facebook Live over to his press conference to actually answer questions. Like, how long are we away from reporters actually being online and being, you know, kind of VIP'd users of this sort of platform and saying, okay, we ask questions on there. So I can actually be a reporter in Canada asking questions down at the White House online through Facebook. It can't be that far off, can it? It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, and I applaud the Premier for using the Facebook Live platform. I think it works. I think it works for a lot of people. They can be on their phones. A lot of people have cut cable and television, that sort of thing. So I feel like he's using, using technology the way that we as, 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 as Saskatchewan residents would, would want him to. You're meeting me where I'm at because most people today, I would say 90-plus percent, they have smartphones. And so we can watch. And, uh, and whether you like them or not, thank you for doing your best. Okay, last, but I promise you, certainly not least, I want to talk about good things, good people, good organizations. And so for those of you who don't know, I spent about four plus years in the agency world, and I had a blast. I learned so much. I had a great time, and I would never take back that experience for one moment. But one thing I was in a conversation today about, about good business practices and how I think the agency world gets a bad rap for not looking after its clients, and I actually think that they really deserve this. And the point of the example is this. A lot of times an agency will quote you, and I don't care what world you're in, but they'll quote you and say, you know what, if you want us to do this project, it's going to cost this much money. We build by the hour. We, had, we anticipate it's going to take 25 hours. Here you go. Here's your, here's, your, here's your estimate. You pay the estimate. Well, oftentimes, through mismanagement, that budget gets missed. And the agency will come back and say, you know what? We actually need more money to, fit, to complete this task. 
In which case, you're like, what? Like, I paid the money already. You're like, yeah, we didn't foresee this, 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 and we need you to pony up. To which you're like, oh, well, if I don't pay the money, I'm, I'm out, and I, the job's not done, and then I'm, I'm really in trouble, right? So you pay the money and, and that sort of thing. But on the other side of the coin, if, you know, and, and you can argue whether or not that's an appropriate thing or not, like, uh, I don't care. My gap, though, is on the other side of the coin, if an agency were to finish a project ahead of schedule, right? And they save time and they save money. You as the client don't get that money back, right? Like that's, that's the agency's money. And so the agency never actually takes on any risk in the situation. They're covered no matter what, which is why I think a lot of clients hesitate to interact with these organizations because they don't actually feel like they're true partners. They feel like they're in some ways snake oil salesmen in terms of, okay, are you actually the solution to everything? Are you a full service, everything solution generating center? I, I, I don't think so. And so in the new world, what you're finding is all these niche specialty shops popping up and saying, you know what? We, we do digital. We do creative. We do online. We do social. We do traditional, whatever it is. We do media buying. And they know the value that they can offer uh, a client. And I think clients really like that because it's like, you know what? You're not going to tell me that you're the best at everything, even if it might save me time for you to buy my radio, my TV, and my billboard, or whatever it is. But you are the best at what you do, and I trust you in that, and I can see the results, and you are accountable to that. So I feel like you probably already know this. Or if you're not in advertising, you don't even care. But I thought it was an interesting conversation why we don't have more businesses that put the client first. And I actually mean put the client first. That would say no to free money from the client. right? Like, Do you know a business that would actually say no to a job if the client didn't match up or if the job didn't match up? Or they'll just say, yeah, you know what? We're probably not the best for this, but we're going to go do it anyway. That's shady. That's really, really shady. And I hope that if you're a business person that you have the long-term perspective of, you know what? Here's what we're good at. Here's what I'm going to deliver you in value. And if I'm not the best or we're not the best team or person to do this job, we're going to send you somewhere else because we want to look out for you first. To me, that's the long-term game. And if you do that, you'll win. Those are my thoughts today. Big, big day. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday, which means even if you hate your job, you love tomorrow because tomorrow is your gateway to the weekend. So if you're listening to this, thank you for tuning in. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for me and for that moment, for that reason, excuse me, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you're listening to this. And uh, I hope that you're having a great weekend or that you have a great weekend plan. Let me know what you're doing. Hope to run into you, even if you're somewhere else in the world listening to this. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you tomorrow.